Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. The world was made through him, and yet the world did not know him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Today on Christmas Day, we celebrate this wondrous, this wondrous, excuse me, this wondrous mystery of the Incarnation. We celebrate the fact that God came in the flesh and dwelt among us. That, that there's not really a whole lot of words you can say to really describe this. I mean, John does a really great job trying, you know, being inspired by the Holy Spirit. And it's all that we need, that the Word conveys who God is for us. And thanks be to God that the Word conveys that He is a God who does not come to dwell so that we would be damned for all eternity. But he comes to dwell with us so that we might be saved. The sad thing is, and this is something that we as Christians struggle with throughout our day-to-day lives, that Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh, was was in the world, and the world was made through him, and yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. And the, he is the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. And what else? he says that, uh, that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Now, it's also interesting that if, depending on your translation, last night for Christmas Eve, I read from the New King James, but the English Standard um, version has things a little bit different. I mean, there's even a footnote in my New King James Bible here that says the darkness did not overcome it, but that word can also mean comprehend, Right? In the King James Version, you also get that word. You get that understanding. And it's interesting because it's, it's this great ambiguity that John loves to use throughout his gospel. That he uses these different words that can mean more than one thing. That the darkness did not understand that true light of Christ. It never can right? It never will. It may understand the light on some level, but it hates the light so much that it will never truly understand. That the world does not know Christ. And the world will never know Christ this side of eternity. We struggle against this world 
which are which our sinful flesh longs to follow. And yet, we have this promise that in the midst of that struggle, in the midst of that conflict with our flesh and our sin, God promises that those who receive Him, to them He gives the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of man, nor the will of the flesh, but of God, right? That it's taken out of our hands, that our sinful flesh cannot make up for the sin that it commits, that God had to come and take on flesh for himself to save our flesh, to save our whole, to save us completely body and soul. And though undeserved, those who believe in his name are born again. I think as Lutherans, we kind of shy away from that term, right? That I'm a born again Christian, maybe because it got co-opted and means something else to different people. But it's true, we are born again. And if you look at John chapter 3, that word um, anothen in Greek means also born from above. That we are born again from above by the power of the Holy Spirit. To trust in Christ, that he is our new Adam, that he has come to save us, that he has washed us clean through the power of, of his word connected to that water in holy baptism. That through that washing, we now can trust in him. We now can believe his word when he says that he is that light of the world. That he is the true light. That the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That in the end, though the darkness may not comprehend that light, thanks be to God, it cannot overcome it. Thanks be to God that Christ came in such a way that is perplexing to us, that to our sinful flesh says it doesn't make sense. And like I said last night, it seems too good to be true. But thanks be to God that his word tells us the truth and that we can believe just as he told us. That the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That he is the only begotten of God the Father. He reconciles us with the Father as our mediator. That at the end here, some people might say, well, we can't really see God. Right? And John admits that. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son who is, in, who is at the side of the Father, He has declared Him. He has made Him known that when you see Jesus, you see the Father. That the Holy Spirit helps you to see Jesus so that you can see God the Father. That without Christ by ourselves, our sin completely destroys whatever hope we have of, of, of salvation and, and 
reconciliation with God. That this text is full of a beautiful story, of a beautiful mystery, that God has dwelled in Christ and yet continues to dwell here with you. That he continues to dwell in our midst in his body and his blood, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of all your sins, so you would be strengthened as God's children. Because now that you have the right to be called children of God through your holy baptism, you are always in a struggle against your flesh to stay children of God, right? The world wants to drag you away. The darkness cannot comprehend that light, and so it says, You don't want any part of that. It doesn't make any sense. Come on over here to the dark side, right? So with the body and blood of Christ, we are given strength. We are fed that very body and blood that was born of the virgin that lived a perfect life, that died for us, that rose from the dead and has ascended to the right hand of God the Father, who works all things for our good. That is the flesh and blood that we are given here to this day. This is how he dwells. This is how he dwells. Um, This is how he dwells um, in our midst. And this is how he dwells in us and through us as well. So thanks be to God for this holy day, for this gracious gift that he has granted to us, which is a new life, a new creation, and life everlasting. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.